I'm Oprah Winfrey. Welcome to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. I believe that one of the most valuable gifts you can give yourself is time. Taking time to be more fully present. Your journey to become more inspired and connected to the deeper world around us starts right now. Danielle Brooks. Miss Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> Can you tell us the story of when you were in high school? Yes. And you were 15. Yes. And your father took you to see your first play, Broadway show. Yes. Yeah. So my father had taken me to see The Color Purple on Broadway when I was 15. I know. <laughs> it was like the only black show on Broadway um, at the time. And my dad was like, my little theater daughter needs to see that. So he took me to see it. And I was in awe. I was beside myself because I had, for the first time, seen people that looked like me on a stage where they were just so professional and so incredibly talented. And so I just remember being like this at the theater. And my dad was a big man, so he was uncomfortable in them seats. And he was like, I need to go. And I was like, well, go. I'm just going to sit here. And I sat there in tears Uh. because the possibilities for my life had finally opened up. Mm. And I was like, I can do that. Cut to me graduating Juilliard, auditioning for thousands, not really, but you know, it feels like that as an actor. Thousands of Broadway shows and getting no's. And I didn't understand why I was getting all of these no's. Mm But I now know it's because God said, your first Broadway show has to be, needs to be the color purple. Girl, I did not even know this story. Oh, yes. Oh, my. Oh, Oh, my. My first Broadway show. And so I stepped into the role. I was so honored because Mm. of you, of course, having, you know, left your stamp and getting to step into the character of Sophia. And that moment was so incredible, like just being in your presence at the time. Mm. And my first time being interviewed by you, you know, that was so cool. Uh. And so then cut to, I don't even know how many years now. I know. Getting to be in this movie. I will never forget your reaction when I called you on Zoom because it was COVID and told you that you got the part of Sophia. I love a great surprise, you know that. Yes. How, did it, how did that feel, landing the role? My cup overflowed. My mm-hmm. heart was up here, if mm-hmm. it can even be up here. It uh-huh. was like, it was a feeling that I feel is very indescribable mm-hmm. because, you know, as an actor, you just pray for moments like this. And this character, I love so much. And I know that you love so much. So mm-hmm. to get to embody her again to the masses? I know. Yeah. But I, I will say this. I am hereby officially passing the torch to you. Thank you. Because you have taken this to a new generation and to another level. Thank you so much. And I'm wondering because, you know, we've had this conversation before, was it difficult for you, particularly stepping into the film, because you're stepping into a role that's become so iconic for the culture. You know, I remember uh, we were on trial, the Oprah show, in Texas for saying something bad about a burger, and a white man 
lovely guy stood up in the audience and recited every line of that particular. I think I've watched yes, that, that episode. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was pretty they, incredible. They you yeah, so yeah. Speech. And I will say that thousands of women and girls throughout the world have responded to that line, a girl child ain't safe in a family of men. And that line gave so many people the courage to step up and do what they needed to do in their own lives, That's to right. own their own, you know, sexual assault, sexual abuse. And so it's such a huge thing to take over. Were, yeah. were you scared? I don't think I was scared per se, because I feel like God prepares us in very interesting ways. Mm -hmm. And I think if I hadn't gone on the journey of playing Sophia for a year yeah. on Broadway, Broadway uh -huh. for eight shows a week in mm -hmm. front of 1,100 people a mm -hmm. day, mm -hmm. sometimes twice a day, I think I would have been a little shook. <laughs> but I feel like God said, this is your moment. Mm -hmm. This is your time. This is ordained for you to do this role. Mm -hmm. And I had to step into that and do it wholeheartedly. And to be honest, you made it a little easy for me because I just followed your blueprint. <laughs> I followed the blueprint, you know, and just added a little flavor of my mm -hmm. own to it. Mm -hmm. uh, and you have, like, there's so many Great resources, just getting back to the book. Yes, yeah. And how beautiful, you know, Miss Alice Walker's words are. So I feel like this was an ordained moment. Yeah, but I was wondering, were you most worried about that line in particular? Because that's the one that's been repeated was, and recited. And, and you came on set that day. I was on set that day to watch the transition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were like, if I'm going to pass the torch, I'm going to have to be here for this day. <laughs> and so I remember sitting in the corner and read my little Viola Davis book, because I was like, okay, I need something to ground me. It's something about her, it, it just is so relatable because we both went to Juilliard mm -hmm, and all mm -hmm. that stuff. So I was sitting there reading that book and I knew you were in the back. I was like, I just need to ground myself. And yeah, it was, um, that part is a little scary. <laughs> but uh, I, you get back to what it is all about. You know, you get back to the story. How did you reimagine her from the Sophia on stage, Broadway, because Broadway's a very different yeah, yeah. vehicle, and then transitioning her to screen. How did you reimagine her from yeah. stage to screen? Well, the beautiful part about playing her on stage was there was a simplicity, mm -hmm. right? We had cut all of the hoo-ha and went down to just having a sheet that represented a baby and all of yeah, these yeah, little yeah. things, right? Mm -hmm. But now, I actually have a baby. There's a difference to that. There's a weight to it. There's something different when you are now in the heat of Georgia on a plantation yes. with thousands of trees yes. walking to a juke joint or yeah. Sophia's house. So it just deepened for me, I think. And I feel that, you know, especially for those moments, I kept thinking about how many of our brothers and sisters who might have been hung on those trees, you know, it just deepened. I will say this, I think most people don't think about this who are not of African-American descent, but it's hard to be in Georgia and look at a tree mm -hmm. and not think about how many mm -hmm. people were strange fruit. Oh, for sure. On those trees. And I was born in Georgia. Yeah. So yeah, it hits different. It hits different, mm -hmm. it hits different. And I'm sure most people never think about it. Oh, no. We're not black people don't think about it. Yes, yeah. yes. I think yeah. about it every time I enter the state of Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. So you and I had ourselves a good cry after the filming of that scene. What were your emotions yes. at the time? 
I just keep getting overwhelmed. I, it's just, it's a blessing to get to live this life. You yeah. know, I'm just so grateful. Like, but for that particular mm -hmm. scene that you told Harpo to be yes. coming through the sheet and looking at Miss Seely yeah. in the eye and all, all of that, were you somewhat relieved that that scene is now done? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is, it's a huge scene. And to me, it's one of the most iconic it is. scenes of American cinema, for sure. Absolutely. So. Hell No feels like an official anthem for a whole new generation. And on Broadway, you said that the inspiration was you're saying hell no to your fears. Yes. Yeah. In this rendition, what did the song mean? If I can be honest, I feel like there was still a bit of that. Mm -hmm. But now it a was like... A bit of fear? There's still a bit of fear? Saying hell no. Say, saying hell no to fear. But now it's saying hell no to the disbelief that I belong, mm. the disbelief that I'm not deserving. Mm. I am deserving. I do belong. There's a space for me in this industry. And I think that was the biggest thing. When I watched the film, mm -hmm. I was reminded of that. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm so excited for so many women to, to be healed, however that is for them, whether that is feeling like they're not enough or feeling like they're undeserving, or if they, it is about stepping away from domestic abuse or from racial discrimination, whatever that is for them, I'm very excited for the healing that they will receive from Hell No. Hell No. You know what's so interesting? We have uh, screened the film in various parts of the country, and there's so much joy. First of all, joy and laughter when Sophia enters the screen, just <laughs> walking off the screen. What did the joy uh, and lighter moments in the film mean to you? That life can be full of that. Yes. Like we all deserve joy and happiness. Yes. And we have the capacity to, to give that to one another. You know what I'm saying? I know what you're saying. I think it's amazing. I think it's really cool that people can feel that from my spirit from the spirit of Sophia. You know what I think is going to become the next iconic moment? Certainly one right. of them. There will be many of them. What's going to become, for me, and I know for many of you, is the moment when Sophia meets Mr. for the first time. And she turns and walks out the door and she says, Don't keep me waiting yes. too long, Harpo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Like, it's bliss. Is amazing. I love that moment. And you say, I come here to get a little respect. <laughs> <laughs> you think those are going to be the new moments for this generation? <laughs> what I'm looking for is a little respect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you ain't got none, ain't got none to give that, anyway. That is right. What a dream ensemble, too. Can you talk about yes. Fantasia and Taraji and Coleman Domingo yes. and Corey Hawkins and... <clears throat> I could go on, and we could go on. Her and her. Sierra yeah. and Hell. Oh yeah. my God. Felicia. And Felicia. A new star, rising star. I'm so excited for yeah. her. And Haley, yeah. 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 She, everybody is, everyone shines in this. Mm -hmm. And it's so cool because we're all so different. You know, so I think everybody is going to see themselves through all of us. And that's cool. Well, I think the hardest scene 
was that dinner table scene, y'all. But I have to say, like, I just am very thankful that you improved some of that scene, correct? Yes, yeah. That whole scene for me, in the original script, uh, when Sophia's sitting at the table, she's asked a question, how you feeling, Miss Sophia? Mm -hmm. And her, her response is, I'm feeling fine, was the only thing. And then Steven said, tell us how you felt when you saw Miss Seely in the store. And that's when I started rocking mm -hmm. and the whole, when I seen you, Miss Seely, yes. Mm -hmm. I, I'm so grateful because I just remember at the time, the script, it was a lot of script mm -hmm. and they were trying to find ways to cut and things like that. And, and I remember us doing a reading of it where that particular part of was not in there. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Bliss, let me talk to you, man. We're going to have to make sure that this is in here because Miss <laughs> <Yeah>. O <laughs> did this, and there is a story that is behind this that yeah. generations after generations need to know. Yeah. So I'm very glad. Just improved it. So playing Sophia for me, uh, that, was, that was a transformative time in my life. It was just nothing was ever the same after that. And I'm just curious as to how this experience has transformed, has enhanced, has enlarged you. Were you 34? Uh, I was not even 34. I was uh, 31. 31, okay. Okay, I'm 33. It's definitely been a transformative experience for me. One that I think is still revealing itself mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. I think when this film comes out, I will have more clarity on what that is. But I know now, like, it's, it's just given me more confidence mm -hmm. in myself as an artist, um, re more reassurance on the choices that I make. Mm -hmm. It reminds me as a Black woman that we have a space in this world where we will be seen mm -hmm. and can be heard. And so I just am very glad to also be a part of the legacy of the Color Purple, to be a part of the Color Purple family and to get to be a part of what generations and generations will yeah. continue to hold on to. What do you want to say about the musical itself mm. on screen? You know, I keep telling people, it's not your mama's color purple, but your mama gonna like it. She gonna love it. <laughs> she ain't gonna like it. She gonna love it. She gonna devour it. Yes, you hear yeah, me? Yeah. Uh, the music, it's so healing. I have to say, just two weeks ago, I was really going through it. And I said, you know, I'm gonna take a walk. And I started listening to I'm Here. Woo! Oh my gosh. And I listened to the Fantasia version when mm -hmm. she was on Broadway. And just listening to the words, um, what was it? I just wanna think of one specific. I believe I have inside of me everything that I need to live a bountiful life. That just got me. And so I just hold on to all of these God is inside me and everyone else. There's just so many moments Ooh. that, you know, it's Sunday morning. So make a joyful noise. I mean, it, I mean, it's like <laughs> layer, 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 layer. Like it's so much healing in these songs that they've created and made and they will live on forever because they're about love. They're about joy. They're about picking yourself back up, knowing that you're beautiful. These 
foundational things that will keep us alive and keep us going. And standing in your own truth. That's hell right. no, hell no. That's right. Hell, 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 <laughs> hell. Hell no. I think we might have to make one more scene <laughs> for you. <laughs> to come I know, join I couldn't us. figure out. I wanted to be one of those uh, hell no sisters. I think with you could have shaking, shaking the head. Hell, hell, hell. <laughs> what does it feel like when you're singing? Oh, with singing like when you're hell singing, no? yeah. Any song because Oh. I don't know. I have a mixed feeling with the singing thing. Do? I do, I do. I like singing when it comes to like television and film, mm -hmm. but like doing what Fantasia does and Sierra does, I'm good, y'all can have it, <laughs> y'all can have it. There's a comfortability mm -hmm. for me when I'm singing through a character uh, versus singing as myself. I got it. Yeah. I, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I read that you believe that every character that you play gives you a gift. What was the gift that Sophia gave to you? There's so many. There's so many. Sitting here with you, <laughs> what you talking? Like, that's a huge gift. Like, that's a huge gift. Yeah. But I, I, the gift that Sophia has given me is living in my power and living in my strength. And no matter how many times you might fall in this life, you can get back up. You can be restored, you can find yourself again. And I am so grateful for that reminder. Mm -hmm. Even in the song, Hell No, D, hell no to that fear. Hell no of feeling like you're not enough. Hell no to feeling like you're not deserving. You deserve everything that God has for you. Mm -hmm. So I thank her so much because I hope that the next 60 years, 70 years of my life, <laughs> I can always lean on that, and I can always lean on the words of Alice Walker, and I can always lean on these songs. Thank you, Danielle Brooks. Thank you. It is my joy to watch your rising. Thank it is you. my joy to watch you shine. And it's thank you for being a part of that rising. Uh -huh. Thank you so much. <laughs> God is so good. God is so good. Beautiful girl, beautiful. Thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you. Uh, I'll see you later. I'll see you later. Okay. Yeah, yeah. okay. The Color Purple is in theaters on Christmas Day. I'm Oprah Winfrey, and you've been listening to Super Soul Conversations, the podcast. You can follow Super Soul on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Join me next week for another Super Soul Conversation. Thank you for listening.